and welcome to my last episode of the Big Q Podcast. For this final episode, I wanted to do a bit of reflection. So I asked students to think back on the ethics classes they've taken here at SCU. And I asked them, what's the most important or impactful thing you've learned in your ethics class? So I took a couple ethics classes at Santa Clara and I think the one I enjoyed the most was actually um, the one I took with Professor Labarge when I was a freshman. I don't remember the exact, the exact title but he talked a lot about Plato and one of the things he talked about was Plato's allegory of the cave and what I remember that from that was basically a whole bunch of people sitting in half darkness kind of watching shadows on the wall and um, once someone goes out and finds out there's another world beyond that and comes back and tells them they kill him and it kind of opened my eyes to this potential like aspect of our world that's behind all of everything and that I need to investigate more and um, that there's a reality that some people or governments or organizations want us to believe that might not be the whole truth so um, kind of pushed me to like look more into justice and like figuring out what that means and like how I can be a part of it. Well, I just had a um, senior capstone focused on ethics um, and we had people from all these different um, disciplines of anthropology talking about the ethical nature of um, what their sub-discipline does. So in that I realized how complicated a lot is and how we like simplify a lot of like what ethical codes are but how we have to be super detailed like every single day and be really specific in what we're doing. Um, and even though we like might say that we're ethical or might sign a sheet of paper that we have to really follow up and make sure that we're like checking in to make sure our behavior is ethical in nature. The most important thing I think, exercise common sense for a lot of it. And for those who I understand that might be a challenge just please recognize that you are dealing with humans such as yourself and it's important to consider emotions consider how certain decisions are going to affect people down the long road which is a really important part that i think a lot of people end up missing especially when they're trying to make decisions for themselves that could eventually hurt 50 while benefiting that one i think that's a big thing that we covered in my ethics class I think um, in my ethics and the law class, I one of the interesting uh, discussions we had once was the scenario of if you're you're stuck in a cave and you got kind of holed in and you're with a the a, a, a student from a, what's it called Make a Wish Foundation, and there's only so much oxygen and uh, you have to decide whether you know you both die and you like, give up like your oxygen. Um, you guys both die because you guys are taking so much oxygen, or if you have enough time. If one of you die, you will be rescued. So I had to make the decision, do you kill the, the, the kid next to you who's going to die anyway, or do you um, you know, do the other ethical uh, decision and uh, both perish? And I think that that was a very, very impossible scenario in that class overall, and I, but it, it forced uh, us to think and to really examine what would we do in the situation, because there's a lot of cases, and you read it and you're like, okay, I would never do that, I would never uh, act um, be, act and ease another human but when you're that class really puts you in the situation of well, what would I really do what would I do in that situation would I would I would I perish or would I 
try to save my life. And so I think that that at the, that class really opened individuals' eyes to other people's uh, woos in the world that may not be as privileged as we are in a college setting. But it also really makes you think about how nothing is really black or white. And I think that's something very important that we need to remember. Uh, well, we compared the rights approach versus the utilitarian approach, in particular how it applies to bioethics and the ethics of genetic modification along with how that applies to like humans and whether genetic modification of humans should be allowed or not. Um, and we also talked about at least not in terms of just that, but also whether like how far like pre-genetic testing should go, mostly because there aren't much there aren't too many legislations about that right now. Um, it's a relatively like unexplored area, um, and scientists themselves aren't really sure how to proceed about it. Um, but you have places in like China right now they're doing like genetically cloning people, uh, genetically like modified. Um, they're starting to get like the area of like genetically modifying people. Um, so just like law that thinks about that and whether the utilitarian approach or the rights approach is more appropriate. So I took a few ethics courses, but the one that is most memorable is ethical issues in the law that I took with Professor Nelson. And that really inspired me to think about the law in a different way in the sense that the law is not always carried out ethically, but it can be a really great ethical construct made by humans and so um, one of the things that we did is we look at case studies and write papers about different issues and one of the issues I wrote about was this man who was basically fired from his job after uh, you know nude photos of him were found on Craigslist because he had like a dating profile on there and whether it was ethical to do basically discussing the ethics of firing him for that and whether or not you know there's one level of the ethics of exposing this man in that way and then there's the ethics of you know protecting the children and how valid that is and the ethics of using homophobia against someone basically to ruin their livelihood so there's a lot of layers to ethics that it really helped me explore um, and sometimes understanding what's right versus the way the law is written is probably one of my favorite things to think about in ethics because those aren't the same thing the law isn't always written ethically but how can we apply laws in an ethical way so I took an ethics and gender in film class and the most important thing I learned is that regardless of like what decade it was made in, um, television shows and film always like there's always like subliminal messages and like the gender binary is really always present if you like start looking into um, the individual characters and um, what they're doing. So I took public health ethics, which was a in really interesting class for me because I haven't taken any class related to public health. So it was interesting to learn the, the intricacies of public health and ethics, which is, gets really complex. And I think one of the most important topics that I learned was about immunization, genetic modification, and also disabilities as well. And basically, there was an ongoing debate in the class with whose responsibility is it? Is it the state's responsibility in terms of the ethics of public health? Is it the individual's responsibility, such as in child immunization? Or is it the community's responsibility? I think the most important thing I learned uh, is that there are really different ways of evaluating the decisions we make, like depending on, depending on like which branch of ethics and which philosopher you follow. Uh, there are different ways, like some, like your decisions are judged, like the morality of them is judged on your intentions, while some others are based on the 
actual consequences of your decisions. So I think that's a pretty it's a pretty important thing to learn to evaluate in your life when you're making decisions. So my ethics class was on constitutional law. It was actually one of my favorite classes. Um, and one of the most important things I would say I learned is it just reinforced the concept like just because something's legal doesn't mean it's right. Um, and things can be like right and wrong in different contexts and they're more complex than just right and wrong. So it sounds like people have learned a lot of great things from their ethics classes. And then, because I'm a senior and all anyone asks me about anymore is the future, so I've got looking forward on the brain, I asked SCU students to do the same, to look to the future with an eye on the ethics classes in their past. Specifically, I asked them, what have you learned in your ethics classes that you will carry into your future career and life? Um, well, definitely, like, as an engineer, because we are responsible for making a lot of things, and those can also have, like, some really detrimental effects, um, we kind of decide that the rights approach to ethics is probably the best, because utilitarian has a very, like, slippery slope aspect to it. So in order to kind of, like, protect humanity and protect people and their rights, we just decide that even though the rights approach, is, rights approach is much more conservative, it's the one that's ultimately the safest for humanity. One of the things that um, we learned the most, we talked about a lot of uh, disability-oriented court, court cases, and um, something that I think I would take with me now is that uh, the fact that you kind of need to learn how to not judge individuals by whether it's their disability or whether it's their... Um, their different lifestyle because there's a way to respect each other and live um, with each other coexisting and and whatnot. And one of the ways that the class kind of oriented is oriented towards is for people to think about the legal system and and how we need certain cases that will help further um, people's uh, rights, whether it's disability rights and whatnot. So I think um, what I what what I will take is that every life is precious and every and we need to keep considering that whenever wherever we go, and respect each other. I think what I learned was that, I think stemming from what I just talked about, how, how there's like no correct answers because everyone has different views, like I think that it makes me want to strive to like convince people or educate people about views that like I believe are right. That's not, that's going into weird, dangerous territory, but you know, like, it's possible to be, feel strongly about something and to want people to feel the same way you do. And I think that it's important to find the words and find the um, knowledge to be able to, like, tell people what you think. So pretty much you can, things can be legal, but not necessarily right. And it's our job to really discern those two things, I guess. Um, so I want to be, like, a human rights lawyer. Um, and for me... That I feel like that really like takes looking at the laws that we have now and necessarily seeing um, not what's, what's quote unquote like right, but like what harms people that's still legal and like that we are continuing to force people and like what these impacts are. Um, and that I think it's our job to be cautious when enforcing the law and like in terms of like who they affect in that sense. So when we are talking about disabilities and um, the debate on whether we should prevent disabilities, the most interesting part of that discussion was basically how 
the issue of disabilities is only an issue because people make it an issue. So, uh, for example, if somebody is in a wheelchair, their disability t to the community because the community doesn't provide means to make them like an, a normal <laughs> citizen of society, such as providing like ramps. Um, but if like ramps were provided and it was more ingrained into community, then it wouldn't be an issue. So I think that just relates with any issue in society. Like it's only an issue because people make it an issue, but once any obstacles are um, removed, then that issue is not detrimental to the community anymore. Once again, common sense. I think that's like the biggest thing that we have to really consider and the biggest thing that we just need to think and check ourselves on a daily basis. I mean, aside from common sense, just realizing that every little thing that I do is a, going to affect somebody else in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So it's important to just consider yourself and consider others. And I think that's one of the main points of ethics as a whole. Uh, my ethics class definitely taught me to like look into the scripting and how um, and like the dress and the way the like characters in a show will present themselves to show what the um, producer or writer is trying to um, say about them or about like the world based on how they act. And uh, I definitely won't be able to watch like television again without like seeing all these things like oh he's doing that. It's definitely like a gender, a very gendered thing that he does. What I learned in ethics of business was that I came into the business school as a marketing major and no shame on marketing majors because you're amazing, but um, I sort of felt like the deceptive aspect of marketing wasn't for me and it pushed me to go into economics and I find myself really satisfied with how I can apply economics and solve problems with that rather than making up things that I want other people to believe, if that makes sense. I think it's definitely, I can like take a step back and look at, look at my own decisions and see maybe what motivated them or what the consequences are to make sure I'm making, making the best decisions for me and for others. I think that in that class and other classes that focused on ethics, um, it shows you that rather than just assuming a set of codes of behavior for yourself, that there's something that a lot of people have agreed on um, for the best guideline of behavior. So I think what I've found out is to kind of like assess whatever I go into and see if there are guidelines like that already and then like kind of change or um, question even some um, just to see if I can be more ethical by knowing them. So I took ethics and business, um, going through like all the case studies that we, we learned about, about like different, different ethical concerns and learning about like mistakes that companies have made. Um, it really like shows like the learning experience when it comes to business and learning from that so that knowing not what not to do, I guess, in the future. Well, going off of the law again, because I believe that I want to use the law, the law as a tool for living ethically and allowing people to have ethical lives and so that means giving them more rights and opportunities and you know this idea of equity not equality so allowing people to live up to their fullest potential and you know taking away unnecessary obstacles that don't allow them to thrive so for me the law can be a really great tool to do that and especially what's going on right now um, 
I don't know, I was watching like the, the travel ban stuff the other day and like, what does that look like in terms of ethics and how can we use the law? You know, on one side they're using the law to apply something that's unethical and unconstitutional. On the other hand, they're trying to use the exact same laws or apply different laws to the same issue to make it be ethical. So like, how can more people be doing that and less people be doing, you know, the other, the other side of it? So, as you've just heard, there are plenty of ways that we can reflect on what we've learned in our ethics classes at Santa Clara and use that knowledge as a tool to make ethical decisions and to make the world a more just, good, utilitarian, righteous, and virtuous place. I hope you've learned a lot from this podcast over the past year, and I hope that this podcast has caused you to examine your own thoughts and beliefs, and maybe helped you see issues in your own life through a more ethical lens. It's certainly done that, and more, for me. Thank you to all of you for listening. It's been a great year. So, for the last time, I'm Miranda Bartos. And this has been the Big Q Podcast. Thank you.